When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. decorated player in the NFL this year in our studio the one the only he's number two on the field number one in your hearts we got Pat Sertan rocking and rolling with us today what's up Pat what's going on man another week another show episode I mean Uh, another hour another award for you Pat (laughs) they just keep rolling in and it has been quite the two weeks we had you on 15 days ago and let me just go through some of the things that have happened with the team the season you uh day after you were on russell wilson was benched then you go out and beat the chargers eliminated from the playoffs like 30 seconds later the team moved on from kareem jackson you were named a pro bowl starter you won the community impact award for the broncos you were named the demarius thomas team mvp season ended with that loss to the Raiders. raiders george payton said he wants you in denver as a bronco for a long time then in the past two hours you're named first team all pro by the nflpa and nominated for the nflpa allen page community award and that's just the past two weeks. <laughs> My goodness, no! This is just insane, Pat. Yeah. And let's just let's just start with the most recent things. These awards that you're raking in left and right, starting with All Pro Pat this morning. Yeah, uh, it sort of caught me off guard because um, when I got the message, I was asleep, and I woke up. My agent uh, texted me in like a group chat with me and my parents. And let me know that I was uh, not made all pro NFL PA team. So um, I think it's just a huge honor to be recognized as such across the league uh, amongst my peers. And um, obviously back to back, you know, I can't complain about it. Um, You know, but at the end of the day, I feel like it's still more work to do on my part. Um, And, you know, I'm I'm just keep chiming at it, keep on working and keep on building for more success. I mean, it's been, uh, they've only done this award that's voted on by players. That's why it's the Mm -hmm. NFLPA award. So it's it's voted on by your peers. They've only done this two years. And he's first team both years. Mm -hmm. Not just back to back, but you just, you've swept this award. um, And I mean, Pro Bowl starter. All pro, you can't get any better, guys. No, this is a pretty fire uh, award list that you're putting together. (laughs) Uh, What's your favorite so far? I think there's a lot of great ones. Um, But what's your favorite? Uh... I mean, obviously, I think All Pro has more like 
meaning to it in a yeah. way. Um, pro Bowl is a big accomplishment as well, too. But um, I feel like nowadays everybody shoot for all pros. I mean, I, I know they got two all pro lists, this NFLP and one AP all pro. So mm -hmm. I'm waiting to see what happens with that one, too. So that we'll NFLPA one seems like it'd be tough to get, too, because yeah. like that, those are like the players are voting on it. And I was yeah. in there on top 100 day when everybody's voting for those like. Tyler Lancaster was getting votes. There, there were a bunch of guys getting <laughs> yeah, votes yeah, in there. So to wind up at the Tyler? top of that list, I, th I mean, he's the best practice squad defensive tackle <laughs> in the NFL. I agree with that. But, yeah, I, I mean, getting the players to vote for you, that's that's impressive. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, even, even like, when you know the players, like, respect you in a certain way to, you know, vote you back-to-back -back years, you know, it means a lot. I mean, and it says a lot about me and my game, obviously. Um and it was it was like crazy because I ain't, I ain't know what I was gonna get uh, all pro you know what I mean I just think um, like this year I felt like it was up and down for me but you know what I mean I just try to stay consistent with it but you know what I mean to be nominated again uh it's a blessing for sure huh. yeah that's interesting I'm, where do you think this season because you played three seasons now yeah, yeah so where does this one rank compared to the other two in your mind um, just for you personally. I think I think it was it was it was a good season for me. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like there's some there's some games I could have been better at on my my part, but um, I just think the whole year for me um, it's a pretty good season uh, compared to the past two. I feel like um, it was it was it was pretty similar to that, but it wasn't at like the same level, I believe, but. Huh. Like I said, it's still room to improve. Do you feel like maybe it was a little step back from last year? Yeah, yeah, a little step back. So what does that mean, standard. that you're still one of the top two <laughs> cornerbacks in the NFL if you took a step back from yeah. last year? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, like I said, it's, it's a testament to my like work ethic, yeah. uh, my play on the field, mm -hmm. and how people recognize me across the league. So... Um, uh, it's, it's definitely a huge honor for sure. Who was the uh, the the Cowboys cornerback? Was the other one that was named first team All Pro? Bland. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, the, yeah. the biggest difference between uh, you guys is you didn't give up as many big plays, but also he had more big plays with the interceptions and the pick sixes. Yeah, yeah, you sure. were so close to an uh, interception, maybe a pick six on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened. Um, I don't know if I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> I was like, the lights got too big or something. But I don't know. I, like, to be honest, I only had one pick. And I was like, during that time, it was like, man, I needed a pick, man. I needed a play to happen for me. And it's like, in that moment, I was like, man, the moment got too big. I had one of these in a minute. <laughs> then it just dropped. So, I mean, uh, shoot. Because that was Good a diving man. one, right? We yeah. were in the press yeah. box, which yeah. is like, like in I the had sky. It. And it you just did, dropped yeah. out of my hand. Like, man, God. <laughs> and that's on, that's on Devontae Adams, too. Yeah. Like, so you already ready to talk messy. In your mind, you're like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, I was like man, I'm going it. to the crib. The yep. Balled in the L, yeah, I'm about to get paid. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that is, that is fun, though. Like, at least from my perspective, like, that is your rival in my mind. Yeah. Is, is Devontae Adams because obviously you got like Keenan Allen who's been like kind of in and out but but it's those matchups between you and Devontae those are like the ones that I look forward to and to come out and like immediately that plays right there is just crazy yeah um you know it, it was a lot of film study going into that um obviously they was like backed up um you know when I'm thinking mm -hmm. backed up I'm looking of you know yards to get them uh up the field um so like quicks a lot of easy access throws so um I looked at it I was like okay 
when the ball when the ball was in there, it was like my time to shine. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't capitalize on it. Yeah. I feel like those are the hardest plays to make, though. When you're like so prepared and know exactly what's coming, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you're almost. It's like you prepared. did. You did the. You did all the hard stuff out the way. Yep. You know I mean, you was locked in. You read everything. The easy part is just making the play, and I yep. didn't capitalize on the easy part. So I've is, definitely been there. Is that like when the the hole's wide open and it's just you and the running back, and he has like seven <laughs> yards to get to you? Yeah. And you break down. You're ready for it, and then you just like slip last second or something. Yeah. Or even against the Raiders, out of play, like they were backed up. I watched yeah. it on film. They only wearing one play backed up. And it was a five yard mm. out to the tight end. And I was like, I'm going to just jump it. So I jumped it, but I missed the pick. And so <laughs> then I missed the tackle. Like, it was, just, it was just bad all the way around. But I knew exactly what was going what was gonna to happen. I just couldn't. I just didn't make the play. Mm. I mean, Sucks. five catches for 46 yards for Devontae. I'll sign up for that any yeah. day. So yeah. still a damn good day. And, Pat, it's wild that you just got so many awards now, and you're so used to it that you're just sleeping through the awards now. Well, when you uh, get it, you're yeah. just you're, you're nah, sleeping through I, it. I want to say I'm sleeping through it. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm very appreciative of it. Uh, like I said, it definitely means a lot, uh, you know, moving forward. Uh, it's just something that, you know, I can look forward to to build on success-wise. So, um, no, obviously, I, I know there's many awards to come, so let's see if I could snatch a few more. And, <laughs> and there's, there's one more, the, uh, what is it, the AP that puts out the other All-Pro? Yeah. That's this Friday. So. Okay. Just be prepared. 40, yeah. 48 more hours. <laughs> we'll see. And you were asked yesterday about, or last week, um, about winning the team MVP award, being named mm-hmm. a Pro Bowl starter, winning the community awards. And you said, like, I'm already running out of space for all these yeah, awards. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Do you have an award room? Because you just got a uh, new house. I know. Uh, so I'm, I'm working on that right now because... Um, Honestly, I already got like a little setup in the basement area, but that's already running out of space already. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking to find a new room, find a new space to put more of my accolades in. So hopefully I can figure that out soon before it starts to pile up and my house is just cluttered. <laughs> <laughs> the mess, so. Yeah, you're just going to wind up with trophy cases in every room. Yeah. Like you'll have to put like the worst ones in the pantry or something in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I you just, just got to get like that separate garage like Michael Strahan has. Where you put a couple cars in there. That's a better plan than the pantry. <laughs> yeah, that's lit for sure. Just buy a separate house yep. for it right next door. <laughs> it's like turns into just a little museum of awards. Yeah. Man, that that is so cool, Pat. And uh, um, there's also been, let's just now take a step back to the second most recent thing that happened. And it was even after the season ended yesterday. George Payton had some very interesting comments about your future, which I want to get into after I tell you about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet over at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're going to hit you with $200 in bonus bets, which you can use on NFL playoffs this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. You want to get in over at DraftKings Sportsbook and use that code DNVR to get this. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help's available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus specs expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility 
and deposit restriction terms and responsible gaming resources because you can also get in on hockey with these bets. Um, NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. And Hank, you're right. This is the first time I've read these when they turn the numbers into words. Yeah. That's messed up. Reading seven, 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 seven. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. What isn't terrible, though, is Circle K. Um, and right now, they actually have a, an inner circle program. The way that works is it's a free membership. It's simple. You just download the app, use the QR code, give them your email and phone number. And then after that, you get a whole bunch of deals. So your first five Phillips of gas, they're 25 cents off of every gallon. Um, there's also a bunch of other stuff like... If your first five Polar Pops are free. Uh, every sixth one's free on several items, including pizza, the stuff on the roller grill, dispense beverages, donuts, all that. Uh, so go to Circle K, sign up for the Inner Circle, and take advantage of all these deals that they're offering right now, especially the uh, 25 cents off each gallon of gas. We've got some breaking news coming down. We do. Not in the Broncos world, but in the NFL world that I want to touch on. Pete Carroll, no longer the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. Wow. That was crazy. (laughs) Especially with the way things have gone in Denver the past two years, it seemed like if I was Seattle, probably just would have given Pete the job for the rest of his life as long as he wanted it. Yeah, that's surprising, man. Yeah. What's next for Pete? He got, how old is Pete? 80? Almost 80? (laughs) He's pushing 80 at least. 73, I think. Yeah. Is he that young? 73 or 74. Yeah, oldest coach in the NFL. So he's he's, he's that young. (laughs) And he's going to be 73 this upcoming season. Um, I like like how you saved that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he just resigned. (laughs) Sounds like it. It sounds like he resigned. And he might. Mutually parting ways, I believe. But could could remain with the team in a different capacity. Yeah. What happened with Kubiak at the end? Because that wasn't quite the same as this. That was like a health thing, no, yeah, so he, he was, backed off. He up. was having like health problems. And he never so he, did come back, did he? No. No, not here. He he the, took a year off and then was like offensive coordinator over at the Vikings, I think. He was yeah. very close to yeah. coming back, yeah. though, because uh, it was uh, all but a done deal that he was going to become, uh, who was that? Would that have been Vic's? Yeah, it would have been Vic's offensive coordinator when Vic was first hired. That was the plan. Uh And then some things didn't add up with, I think, who Gary wanted on his staff because that first time when Kubiak stepped away for health reasons, um, there was also a belief that he wanted to bring all of his offensive staff back. And John Elway, the GM at the time, said, "Uh -uh, Mm uh-uh, we're not bringing your offensive staff back. It's it's your offensive staff or it's you. And he said, well, I'm not going to fire my guys. Exactly. So I got health reasons. I'm going to take a take a step away for a couple of years. Yeah, you got to stay loyal, man. I think that's key. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the, one of the people was like his son, Clint. Like, I'm not. Yeah. He's coming wherever I go. <laughs> yeah. not, we're not even negotiating this. Yeah. Like, he's going to be at Thanksgiving uh, dinner. So he's exactly. gonna, I mean, I'm not yeah. firing him right now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's what that's what you need, Pat. Like, your dad winds up in, like, coaching, head coach job somewhere, and then he could get you set up as, like, the defensive coordinator or something. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that, but that'd be cool with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I I'm, I won't be opposed to anything he said. Like, I could tell him straight up, hey, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, if I see you do something wrong, I'll be like, man, nah, I don't mess with that. <laughs> and if he see me doing something wrong, it's like a mutual thing. Like, nah, I don't mess with that either. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's, he's on track it'd be, to be. It'd be a, it would be a pretty cool relationship, though, if that was to happen. Would you ever mm-hmm. want to be a coach? <laughs> I don't know. I tell myself no, but I don't know. I mean, I love the game so much. Um, so I feel like over time I'd be like, okay, I'm going to just chill. But, you know, 
once that time opportunity come up again, I, I can't, you know, uh, you know, run away from it. I feel so like I'm just take it. if you got like, say, like 15 years from now, you get offered a job as a defensive coordinator. You also get offered a job like as the color analyst on TV broadcasts. Which one would you choose? Same money. Same money for both. Uh, you know me. I'm low. I, I might be a coach. Yeah, mm. I, I don't you know like that, that TV better? broadcast. Like it's cool, but I feel like sometimes it'd be a little messy. Sometimes, but yeah. it depends on you know what the role is. Um, obviously, um, you know people doing a great job and they respect the role. So I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'd rather be better off coaching in a way. Okay. So. How long did your dad take off before at the end of his playing career till coaching? Was it like ten years? Uh, yeah, it was a little minute. Uh, I say like, yeah, maybe like seven years, five to seven yeah. years. I mean, he was there when I was uh, playing uh, youth football when I was literally, he was coaching a little bit, but then after that, he really like took a break a little bit. Then he went back in high school. So, See, you're literally literally coach. Yeah, for a year. Then uh, then he left it. Uh, took a break to himself. Then he went back into high school. So. Yeah, yeah. Todd, are you a coach? For any of your kids' teams? Uh, basketball. Mm, basketball, mm, wow. Yeah. Never got skills, bro. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I haven't done football yet, but that'll, that'll come soon. Have you yeah. seen Peyton as a head coach for his son's football team? Yep. That would be wild to be I like know, right? the coach on the other side going up against Peyton's team because I think he also you. has like Orlando Franklin uh -huh. on the team. Yeah, exactly. He has like five other former Broncos coaching the team. No, we got to beat them. I'm, I'm the other coach. Exactly. Like, I'm getting kids from like two grades up. Like, hey, <laughs> come help us out. Yeah. I feel like certificates. <laughs> they're like seventh graders or something. And they just run like an insanely huge playbook. Yeah. And so like a, a little uh, Marshall. Yeah. Marshall can can handle all that. But like everybody else is like, we got to we got to slow things down a bit here. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, the future. Pat, George Payton was asked yesterday because now after you've completed three seasons, you're eligible for a contract extension if mm. that's um, what you want to do now. You also have a fourth and a fifth year option that they could pick up. And then there's potential two franchise tags that could be thrown mm. your way. So it's nothing that's wow. that's urgent. But I believe it was the second question to George Payton who makes these contract things yeah. was about you. It was about, we know you like Pat. Um, do you want to get a contract extension done this offseason? And, and here's what he had to say. I mean, we're all big fans of Pat. You know, I think Sean said we're going to have a you know, big meeting in a couple of weeks and, and uh, kind of go through the entire roster, Pat included. And, and you know, we want Pat here a long time. I'm not prepared to make any statements on, on anything moving forward. Pat, you prepared to announce that a contract extension has been <laughs> done? <laughs> I mean, shoot. Obviously, uh, when you... In the talks of like negotiating and contracts and stuff, obviously that's like, you know, you see that in the horizon. Obviously, mm -hmm. you know, first three years you sat out a great couple of years, so um, you know, there's gonna eventually become talks of that. Um, obviously, I don't know when when the time being will happen, but uh, you know, me and George got a great relationship. Um, you know, I got the utmost respect for him. He got the utmost respect for me. So, um, you know, whenever that time come, whenever it's the right time, uh, I definitely feel good about it, feel great about it. Now, from like an outside perspective, when, when looking at contracts, there's kind of an advantage for both sides of getting it done early and maybe reasons for both sides to wait. I think mm -hmm. an advantage for uh, you to get it done right now. 
signing bonus, a lot of money up front, <laughs> guaranteed money that hits yeah. the bank account right away. For the team, there's also an advantage too, because then it locks you in for a very long time. And then maybe also potentially lowers the, the average per year because with regardless of what sport, regardless of what position, um, just every single year, the contracts get bigger and bigger. So that's the advantage for the team. The advantage for you for waiting is the exact opposite for the team doing it right now is that average per year is only gonna go up, yeah, especially as you only get more awards as other cornerbacks around the league just, just get more. So when you view this, is there is this something that you want to get done sooner than later or how do you how do you approach this yeah um like in situations like this um because obviously i'm i'm new to it um mm -hmm. and i just look at the best way was going to help shape my future um you know what i mean obviously you know with guaranteed money obviously it's going to you know hit your bank right away in yep. a good, meaningful way but um i think when you look at it as negotiating wise and contract wise uh i think what everybody like to do is wait and they want to mm -hmm. if you if you think you're you know should be making top money they'll wait out to make that top annual money mm -hmm. uh, that they rightfully so deserve so um it just depends on the right situation yeah. and the right timing of things so you know that's how i view it obviously when the time come um you know i got a great agent in tori mm -hmm. danny um you know he's he's great with these things so um when that time come, I'm gonna reach out to him. He's gonna obviously tell me, you know, the business side of things yeah. um, that I'm unaware of. But um, it's gonna, it's gonna, the time when the time come, um, obviously it's gonna be something that's gonna be, you know, I'm gonna look forward to. It's such mm -hmm. a good point about kind of betting on yourself because I feel like I only think of like players betting on themselves when they decline like a one-year deal and they, they want to play on that franchise tag mm -hmm. instead of taking like a, a cheaper long-term deal. But also, you're right, Pat. I mean, it is a little bit betting on yourself too, even though it's not just one year that you have left. You have two potentially up to like four years left on a deal. But it, it, there is some of that too. Yeah, I feel like uh, we always like to talk about salary cap now as retired players or analysts. As a player, like... Do you think about I know I never thought about that. Like for me, yeah. the money got to work <laughs> yeah. and it got to slot me as either where I play as a linebacker, my production. Like mm -hmm. that's all I care about. I don't yeah. care what y'all going through. <laughs> my money got to work out. Yeah. 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 yeah for, for me, I mean, honestly, it's like in order to make that time money, my production got to show for, for sure. Show. Mm -hmm. So it's like of you of you focus yourself just on, OK, I got to get this contract. I feel like you're not so much worried about your play like your play got to match that contract. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's, I'm focused like these first three years, like I'm, well, next year, of course, too, I'm just focused on like staying level-headed, uh, staying on my play and staying consistent on the field. You've yeah, done a damn good it, job of that. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> then they came to you and was on. like, hey, it's a little tight for us right now, my yeah, man. Yeah. Can you uh, take a, you like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it it does seem like, from the outside perspective, though, like, this should be kind of simple. Like, when you have a young guy like you who's, like, at the, I mean, according to the All-Pro list, like, the very top of the cornerback list, you just take whatever the highest paid cornerback in the league is, add a little bit to it, yep. and that's how it goes. Like, And you see it with quarterbacks, too. Like, It's like, oh, yeah. it's Joe Burrow's time. It's Justin Herbert's time. And so you just add a little bit more on top. You know, like Quinn Miners, he's eligible for an extension, too. That's a little bit trickier because he, like, with offensive linemen, like, the accolades are different. Like, there's no stats to back things up. And so it's like, is he, do you reset the market with him? Is he, like, top five? But, but with you, it seems like 
when the time comes, the deal is just somebody's making 23 a year. You make it 25. Yeah. It seems pretty simple. Yeah, like, you, like you said, it's just going to keep rising uh, yeah. a year. So, because um, obviously everybody's like as players, everybody looking like, okay, who's going to reset the market? Who's going to reset the market? Yeah. Who's mm -hmm. going to do this? Uh, and, you know, before it was like, okay, because I think right now Jair is the highest yeah. paid per year. And I think Denzel got the highest contract or something like that. Mm -hmm. yep. So I, yeah. I was, I'm looking at that like, okay, um, how can I chime in on that? And how could I, you know, increase that margin? In so, a way. You, so you don't necessarily want to be get that contract tomorrow. You want a couple more guys to get some deals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what everybody else's mind. Like, okay, right. I'm waiting for the next person to yep. reset yep. the market. Yep. And by that time it comes out, okay, now let me reset it. Let me be highest paid. So yep. Yep. that's how players be thinking for sure. You brought up Jair. Did you see that he like ran out for the coin toss? Yeah. Just like, what'd you think of that? I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, I mean he does got a point. I mean, I feel like it was wrong for them to not uh, let him be captain because mm -hmm. he's from Charlotte. Yeah, and obviously, like I'm pretty sure that's a big moment for him. Uh, so I just feel like he just took matters into his own hands. Cause like, no way, I'm gonna be a captain. Like that. So, I mean, obviously, I just. I just didn't know what to do, but like, <laughs> yeah. But in that moment, I feel like it was like a time for him to be a captain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, that's my thing is like, go out there, let somebody else say like defer. You don't need right. to go out there and say like we want the defense out there. Like, like if you don't know defense. what you're doing, that's that's a different conversation. <laughs> well, yeah. So it seemed like his teammates supported him too, like backed him up from what yeah. his yeah. answer said. And then we saw a very similar exactly. thing in the yes. NFL this Sunday. Do you see what happened with the Saints? Oh, with oh, them scoring. Yeah. With them. Yes. And did you hear how it came to fruition, how it happened? Yeah, I think I think I tweeted something out. You uh, did, that's right. I think yeah. Jameis was talking to a reporter. Yep. And the reporter was telling him, like, oh, I think it was wrong on you to do that. <laughs> and I think it was the wrong play call. Obviously, your coach didn't approve. I feel like, and in my head, I'm like, what does reporter got to do with anything <laughs> right now that yes. goes on in that play call? You know what I mean? Like, it was just weird to me. And obviously, James, I think he approached it the right way. Yeah. Uh, obviously, James, he's a character. Lost it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a character. Like, I respect that, though. Like, he's always, he's always going to say true to himself. That's yeah. what it seemed like. So, well, like, that, like I mean, you said, his, there's just, a lot of people that, not just I mean, players, obviously, a lot of people going, like, you know, thinking, like, okay, that's the wrong play. But obviously, others going to be like, you know, it's football. Like, obviously, his teammates, they're trying to get him his first touchdown, the running yeah. back. So, I don't know. Yeah, and that's the reporter was saying, like, well, you've got to play these guys, like, twice next year. It's like, that doesn't, so what? Yeah, like, yeah. They, they weren't going to try if you didn't do Like, what does yeah. that have to do with it? Uh, yeah, it's weird. Also, smart on his part to call, like, the fake kneel down. Because mm -hmm. if they come out in, like, a different formation, like, coach just calls a timeout and says, like, we can't do that. Yeah, yeah, so, like, that that's heads up thinking, like, okay, we got to make this look like we're just going to kneel it down. But I'm just going to sneak this over there. But then that's what some people got upset about was yeah. that they uh, showed the uh, kneel down formation man the fact that that's arthur smith's last play as the head coach oh, of the falcons right. is tough man. that is tough it's tough business, <laughs> it's oh, tough business. Yes, it is. there's only like four teams i think about four teams left who could be on hard knocks next year and the broncos are one of them what would you think of being on hard knocks shoot i mean I'm not opposed to it. Uh, obviously, it'll create more attention amongst yeah. us. But I mean, I, I mean, I, I would enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, like 
certain parts is gonna get to a point of time where it's be like, damn, okay, I'm I'm tired of all these cameras. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, man, every day. But like, I think for a team and to see like the structure of the team, like the camaraderie, I think that'd be dope to mm-hmm. be on that for sure. And Sean, we know Hard Knocks is the last thing yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. he yeah. wants, but you don't get to choose if you're. There's mm-hmm. two criteria. What is it? You miss the playoffs back to back years, and you don't have uh, a new coach, then you're eligible for mm-hmm. it. Broncos one of those teams now mm-hmm. um, and Sean last week yeah. said he was asked about criticism that he's got for the way that he handled Russell Wilson's benching and stuff um, and he said that's the one reason I want to be on hard knocks is to show that I'm not just this kind of hard ass that I have some humor to me and then uh, Greg yeah. Penner said like eh, Sean Sean's a funny guy at times too <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I think he'll definitely show personas amongst the team like different personalities uh, you know the the things you don't see off the field, I think it'll give like fans, you know, uh, give fans, allow them to see like, okay, this guy's just not a football player. Um, obviously there's more to him right. and stuff like that. So right. what, I think it, it allows us to show our uh, personality in ways. What personality do you think among the whole team this past year, we, uh, as people that aren't in the locker room all the time would be like, wow, we weren't expecting that. Like when we had Josie and Alex on, they were like, Oh yeah, Stephen A. Stranod because of Shunod, like yeah yeah. <laughs> Stranod is a debater for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. He would debate the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> whether he, whether he's right or wrong, uh, he's always gonna think he's right all the time. I can't remember which side he was on, but a couple weeks ago there was like it was I can't he was arguing with somebody like loudly for a long time yeah. about Kyron Williams or Bijan Robinson, yeah. like which one's the best, and it's like go and go and go and go and they they just won't stop. Yeah, yeah, we got some characters. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, yeah, that'd be very exciting for sure. I think Man. we need more Garrett Bowles. I think more that's GB? the world. World needs more of him. Yes. All right. Did you see him talking about the uh, thirteen quarterbacks that he's yeah. blocked for since he's been here? That's a Did hell you see of a the list, little clip? Man. No, I so see that. I see he that. went through. This was just last week. He went through all of them and named them. He had it perfectly until he got Russell Wilson's name, and then for the most recent quarterback that he's blocked for, the one he blocked for like three days before and the one that he was blocking for four days later, he called Case Keenum. <laughs> and no one corrected him, he just, and he didn't realize. He just went on. So he said yeah. Case Keenum twice and forgot Jared Stidham. Damn, Stiddy. I know. A sad uh, turn of events for him. But what's not sad is Illegal Pete's. Um, Illegal Pete's Mark is going to pick you up, and their happy hour is to die for. So check out our friends over at Illegal Pete's, where you can get the best marks, uh, even to go. You can get the best burritos and really the best queso that is out there. So get their nachos. Get them, up, I think, upside-down nachos, where they put the chips yeah. on the side. It's just a bowl of queso mm. with then like all the burrito toppings on top, and then you just dip the chips in. It is so good, so you can't go wrong with illegal pizza. Whether it's just for lunch, dinner, um, or if you want to, uh, if you want to get your party catered, illegal pizza has it, and they've got a new location in Gold's Marketplace in, um, where is it? Gold's Marketplace in, uh, oh, in Gold's Marketplace. <laughs> Kipling <laughs> overlooking Crown Hill Kipling. Park. I swore it said like Westminster on the last time. So check them out. They've got locations all over. You'll be able to find one. Illegal Pete's. And you know, you also can't go wrong with is uh, Red Hawk Roofing. Uh, they're mm. the best roofers in 
Denver. They have joined the DMVR team and they use quality materials, have decades of experience, a quick response time, and they have Colorado's best estimators and contractors on staff. And that's great because they have a free no obligation roof and property inspection, free in-depth photo reports for all inspection. Winter's coming, so don't wait to take on take care of any issues before the big storm hits. If you're looking for a new roof over your home or business, be sure to check out Red Hawk Roofing at redhawkroofing.com and tell them DMVR sent you. Okay, quick, two quick things back to to contracts and negotiating because you both, Pat, like you said, you're, you're kind of new to it now yeah. because with rookie deals, mm -hmm. now it's just like slotted. There's not much negotiating. Todd, mm -hmm. you've been through this a couple of times, one for uh, a nice second contract. And just as an outsider's perspective, I think it'd be cool to kind of like take us through how this process goes um, because... Uh, 99% of the time when we talk to players and it's like, oh, what's the negotiating process going to be like? Um, every player is just like, I'm going to let my agent deal with that. Yeah, yeah. And of course, that's why you have an agent. That's why you yeah. pay them. That's why they're there representing you. Um, but like, what is that like when, when you say, uh, I just let my agent take care of that? Is it you talking to your agent every day? Do you just wait till a final contract comes through? Do you tell the agent what you prioritize, like years or guaranteed um, or, or average? What, what does that whole process look like? Yeah, so it's a, uh can be a lengthy process at times because yeah. you and your agent are kind of going back and forth about um, all the projections before the conversations even start. So I think the NFL it's kind of slotted, like we talked about. Like, if you're the best corner, okay, then you should be paid as the mm -hmm. best corner. Okay, if you're fifth best linebacker, you should be paid somewhere between, like, the third best and the seventh best. So mm -hmm. it's kind of all slotting, and you're, you and your agent kind of talk about that as far as numbers. And then he reaches out to the team, and then you kind of get a perspective on, like, how they feel about it. And first, the team always lowballs you, so course, yeah. <laughs> it's easy to feel disrespected. Like, what the hell? I'm playing for them. But so your agent then comes back to you and tells you what the team said. Exactly okay. what the team's number are, and then they also like tell you like with me, I had like two more teams that were offering me deals, kind of tell you where they're at. Um, and then actually, the Pittsburgh Steelers gave me a much better deal than the Broncos did. Broncos called my agent back. Uh, he told them about it. They matched it, and that's how I ended up staying the Bronco. Um, but just a, just a long negotiation process. And most of it is handled by your agent, thank God, because they can say a lot more <laughs> to the team than you can yeah. say. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You may want to go off, but you got to remember, you're trying to work out a deal. You're yeah. trying to come back. So it's good that the agent has to do it. Well, and probably for both sides too, right? Like yeah. the team also, uh, it's not the coach telling you to your face, no, you missed this many tackles uh, last yeah. year. It's the team telling your agent that. <laughs> so there's a little middle ground or a middleman for that, and that probably helps with that a lot too. Uh, yeah. And, of course, you did your big contract during free agency. Yep. Because I think you signed, like, or it was announced, like, five minutes into free agency. So you've been talking with the team a little bit before then. Yep. Um, but that's obviously different than Pat. Pat, if you signed during free agency, that's, again, probably, like, four years from now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it'll take some time for me to hit that market. <laughs> so you, so are you kind of starting that process with, with your agent about, like, here's what I'm looking for? Or does he just know? I mean, I feel like. With the projection, like you mentioned about projections and the way how things going, I feel like he has a sense of it. Uh, obviously, we we talk about like, you know, it's going it's almost time to start like talking. Like obviously, we <laughs> talk about these things every day just from his perspective. Right. Um, not necessarily numbers, but like what's gonna happen. You know, once the time comes, and uh, you know, it's good to have those conversations with your agent uh, prior because now you're not, um, you know you sort of understand like what's about to happen yeah rather than rather than it being like a big surprise right mm -hmm. so um yeah Tori, he's one of the best doing it so um 
know, having conversations with him a lot helps. Yeah. Are you excited for the negotiations to start, or is that like almost like homework? Like I just, it'll be nice when it's over, but I don't really want to deal with it. No, I think I think it's some stage that I want to be a part of. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, you know money on the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. You know, that's fair. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know when you when you when you got that feeling like, man, it's a it's just a blessing in general to yep. be able to negotiate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause it's just it's what you work for your whole life to be able to like, you know, feed for your future family, you know, family, family, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, when you're able to negotiate and sit down and talk, uh, you know, about future money whatsoever, you know, it's a big deal for sure. You're about to have a lot more friends popping in your phone <laughs> too. Even that. Todd, did you notice that at all? Oh yeah. I had uh <laughs> Business opportunities and cousins <laughs> hitting me up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I ain't talked to y'all in three years. <laughs> hey, Todd, how's it going? <laughs> Crazy. Oh, man. It, did it ever get to the point where, like, you just go up to the GM's office? No. You So you wanted to keep that separation. Yeah, I think yeah. that was best. Yeah. That was yeah. John, right? Yeah. That was, was Elway. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, and then final little thing, because I think it was, Todd, it was shortly after you joined us. And I don't know if it was on the show or if it was off the show. But when we were talking about, like, I don't know if it was a player's contract or salary cap or something, Hank and I were talking about the salary cap. Like, oh, this guy's cap hit is this and, and cap hit is this. And you're like, I don't care about the cap. Uh-huh. Tell me about the cash. Yeah, exactly. And it was so eye-opening because, like, of course, players don't. Like you said, players don't care about what the team's salary cap is. They care about what their cash yeah. is going to be for that year and signing bonus and guaranteed money. Yep. Whereas from an outsider's perspective and from a team perspective, especially when you have rich owners and the cash doesn't matter at all, it's all about the salary cap, especially yep. in the NFL since it's that hard salary cap and you can't go above it. So it's really funny how players think of it only cash and outside, all we think about is, is the cap. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't tell you a single <laughs> salary cap or the money that the team has spent hey, for any uh, year of my career. Which, but those two you. years before my contract, yeah. I can tell you every linebacker's pay, what they were making with their contracts. Like, yeah. I was locked into my money and my money only. Yeah, yeah I'm well, in that same boat, man. I don't understand none of that. <laughs> exactly. Well, and then the other weird part, so like – salary cap wise like it looks like you're just making more money every year but really when you're on the rookie contract you get like 80 percent of your money that first year right and then you kind of ride that with lower salaries ever since yeah that's how it plays out right like that's it's it's very different how like the it's whatever i'm not sure what your numbers were but it's like 20 million dollars over four years and you get like 13 of it or something like just yeah, immediately then, then comes taxes then <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> all yeah. that yeah. and it takes a toll on yeah. you and yeah i mean yeah you that 20 that 20 mil contract i signed i didn't even see that <laughs> yeah. so it was like it was good to see yeah, for, for a moment of time, yeah. but I knew it was going to go away. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's time to, to pay the man. Let, yeah. Let's get you paid again, Pat. Yeah, man. <laughs> is, is money talked about in the locker room, or is that something that is, like, off limits? Because I heard, and I don't know if this has changed in the past couple of years, but um, what was it? There are a few things that weren't aren't really talked about, and, like, politics mm-hmm. is one of them. Is money one of those two? That's not talked about unless somebody get paid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, if someone, if you see your teammate get a big contract, he's yeah. like, Hey, big money, let me hold some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody like really talking about mm-hmm. contracts and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? So, do you hear much from people who are frustrated, money wise, especially like last year the contract or going through negotiations? Nah, not really. Huh? It's kind of, like I said, it's kind of like Just everybody's private. kind of like their own 
uh, LLC or company in some way. Yeah. So, you know, their negotiations are completely different from anybody else's. So I think you kind of keep it to yourself yeah. until huh. you kind of sign your deal. Huh. Um, speaking of big deals, Russ, obviously the massive deal. Very big a deal. Day after, yeah, big deal in many ways. Um, a day after we had you on, it was announced that um, that Sean was going a different direction, benching us. What, what was the mood in the locker room? How did the locker room react? Um, obviously, it took a toll because um, obviously, quarterback like Russ, um, you know, day in and day out, like he's a tremendous leader. And uh, obviously, when there's some changes to the depth chart, uh, you know, it just caught us by surprise a little bit. But we all know that it's the business side of things. Um, yeah, we was we always was in, you know, we always kept Russ. Um, we always we was always keeping him, you know, positivity, not like he, you know, wasn't speaking positive affirmation all the time. But, you know, just being there, rallying behind him, uh, it just goes to show what type of person he was. Um, and obviously, Jared is a great quarterback as well in his right. So, um, you know, I mean, I just felt like Sean felt like it was best for the team. But um, in general, obviously, it took a huge toll on the locker room because of how great of a person and how great of a teammate he is in Russ mm -hmm. and a player, of course. So, Yeah, that, that speaks volumes right there. Um, and it, the team made it sound like there is a chance that Russ could come back next year. Um, but, Pat, your whole time, I guess, outside of this past season, um, but you've dealt with a couple of different uncertainties at quarterback here. Todd, your entire career after <laughs> no, Peyton? No, not the after Peyton, after yeah, Peyton, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which was, what, well, one and a half years of your career? Two yeah, years, the rest yeah, of the yeah. time? Well, and it, even, even Peyton that second year, Brock took over for, like, half of that. Yeah, no, maybe he was half, hurt. Six, yeah, seven yeah, weeks. Yeah, he was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> but there was no, there was no, uh, we always knew once Peyton got healthy again, like, he yeah. was back. You know what I'm saying? We're just waiting for him to get back. This is a little bit off topic, but I asked Ryan Harris this. Um, I can't remember how exactly I phrased it when we were at the Super Bowl, but it was something like um, his point was that he didn't think that Peyton was any worse of a quarterback in the Super Bowl season than he was the year before. Which you get from the outside perspective, it's like the guy was throwing 40 touchdown passes. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's why. Now he's throwing like 16 interceptions. Like, obviously still great, can control the game, all that sort of stuff. But there is a difference there, right? There was a difference. But okay. the thing about Peyton that made him great, like, that year, our defense was phenomenal. And then Peyton just scored every time we took the ball away. Like, yeah. every time we made a big play, he made a big play. Like, it wasn't always, you know, cookies and ice cream the whole game. <laughs> but when the, when the play needed to be made, Peyton came up with a play. Okay. So, huh. I guess in that regard, he was dominant in the same way he was the year before. Yeah. yeah. It's like Russ in those two-minute drills. Yeah. Yeah. Two I mean, that, that's fascinating because that's actually one of the things that Sean pointed to yesterday. He said... The offense, including me, wasn't good enough this year. Specifically, yeah. we did not take advantage of the field position that the defense gave us um, enough. And that's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Peyton took advantage of those. Yeah, for sure. And, I, yeah, cause, I mean, look, looking back on this year, like, they got the ball inside the five at least, like, 10 or 15 times. Like, that's crazy yeah. in one season. Yeah. And yeah. so I understand him, like, wanting more production, like, in that, you know, High red zone or yep. low red zone, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Would I have one more if Pat just could have hold on to that pick this Sunday? Oh, my goodness, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I came here. Bro, it's going to be a nightmare. Sorry. <laughs> All offseason. It's a nightmare, it bro. Oh, it's um, a nightmare. <laughs> so with, with the quarterback uncertainty, as players, is it, and especially because both of you have been through it, is that something that you pay attention to? at all is it something that you really pay attention to do you try to court certain guys or did you just say like 
I'll show up for OTAs and whoever behind center, I'll do my job on defense. Yeah, I worked hard and tried to do the best I could to prepare the team and just hope that they make the right decision. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going to be ready. I hope that they get somebody else in there that could, you know, do what we need them to do. Uh, shoot, I, I just feel like obviously you can't control what happens, but, you know, you just look to see uh, what the team decides, you know. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing you could do. Uh, uh, not put too much into it, but understand like, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching, I'm gonna be seeing like what's gonna go on, what mm -hmm. moves what moves they gonna make. So um it's gonna be pretty interesting to see. We know there's a lot of group chats, especially in texting and stuff between whether it's a position or like a full defense or something. Is that something that's talked about with guys in those chats in the off season? Not necessarily quarterback, but like big moves that the team makes, or is it more just shooting the shit with the guys? Uh <laughs> It's talked about big moves for sure. Like I remember, uh, you know, they always want to in the NFL, they always want to replace you. You know what I'm saying? That was always the goal to find somebody doing it better, whatever. So like whether it was me and Josie or me and B Marsh every year, they didn't draft a linebacker. We'd be like, hell yeah, we, <laughs> and we walking and rolling, baby. <laughs> yeah. So we would do stuff like that. Huh? Yeah, you, you could see the signs of what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and now, Pat, you talked about how, like, you've just been laser-focused on the season and mm -hmm. week in, week out. Now you do kind of get to take a step back, and we talked about kind of the big-picture stuff. But now you also get to enjoy yourself a little bit. And on Locker Clean Out on Monday, um, the question was asked, like, what do you do in the off-season to prepare yourself for next year? And you said, just as important as preparing for next year, you kind of need to take a step back yep. and get away from it and refresh. And I think that's, that's so spot-on because if – Today, you're grinding as hard as you're grinding the day before training camp. You're just going to get burnt out naturally. Yeah. So what are what are some summer plans, or not summer plans, off-season plans? Shoot, man. Um, shoot, you got to take some time, relax, travel, see the world. Because uh, the time we don't get during the season, uh, you want to take that time to uh, explore. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I just think the off-season is time to really, like, self-evaluate. Um, you know, what you did the past season and um, just focus on, uh, you know, just your mental, your mind, um, being able to relax, but also when that time again to train again, uh, get back into the grind mode, you know what you, I mean? So, you taking any trips like Bali, Dubai, uh, Europe, you going anywhere? Shoot, yeah. Uh, All the above. Yeah. Those are great places. <laughs> I haven't decided yet, but I'm definitely going to be traveling uh, overseas for sure. I don't know where yet. Australia. Australia? <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard that flight pretty far though. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> might, that might, that might be on my bucket list for sure. <laughs> Man, especially if you go right now, you book the trip soon. It's summertime yeah. there. Yeah, and get yeah, away yeah. from this. It's like you guys see the weather on Sunday. Like five degrees is the mm -hmm. high or something like that. Sunday <laughs> back in Montana. I need, I need some warm weather, man. I ain't gonna lie yeah. to you. Because a couple years ago, it wasn't last year. It was two years ago, you did Greece and Santorini and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Um. Yeah. Last, last year. year. That was last year. It was Greece, Paris. Uh. What else? Mexico, stuff yep. like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I could. I could do a Bali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's a fan of the Mexico one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mexico, <laughs> a great time. Mexico, a great time. I ain't gonna lie to you. Great time. Great beaches, great yeah. Great food. What else do you want, my guy? You're keeping it real. <laughs> I just need to keep going to Vegas. 
Mm. Just keep making money. So you're ready UC to go back. made money. Forty-eight dollars. There you go. Like, <laughs> you trying, trying to be in some trouble in Vegas. For sure. <laughs> was that a trip? The away trip this past week was that one where Sean or coaches or the organization was a little more uptight? Could you feel? Yeah. Sean even told us like prior towards that week. Nobody could go near the casino. <laughs> Nobody can touch the casino. Because it was funny because the hotel we were staying at, like, um, it was a casino right, like, in the hotel. So they was like, you can't even look at it. You can't even think about it. <laughs> touching nothing near it. Like, you just got to look past it and just go straight to your room. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I mean... It was tough. I have to Vegas imagine at tough. some point, not necessarily for you guys, but for some team, that's going to be a home field advantage oh, for the man. Raiders. Because yeah. somebody going somebody gonna gonna to touch it, somebody going to mess up, yeah. and just <laughs> cause a whole bunch of problems. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, do, you get, do you travel, either of you, during off-seasons, travel with teammates, or is it more so just traveling with uh, like family and friends? Yeah, I feel like every year we did at least one couple trip um, with a couple guys. Once a year, somewhere nice like Costa Rica or somewhere mm. like somewhere uh, mm -hmm. beachy. Um, but then we do like at least two or three trips with the family because, yep. like you said, you know once you once you get to training camp, like you locked down for months, so yeah. yep. you got to get out right now as much as you can. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know sometimes it go through, sometimes it don't. Uh, it just got to leave the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it would just stay in the group chat for months and months. Then they say you no. Know, we ain't planned it. Now we are like, yep. dang, why, why we didn't go on this trip? Because yep. nobody ain't saying nothing. <laughs> so it's it just depends if it leads the group chat or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? so, are you the one leading that conversation? I always talk about, man, we need to take a fellas trip. They'd be like, yeah, 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 hell yeah. Then something comes up, uh -huh. or they'd be like, man, you know, I don't even feel like going no more. Yeah. We waited too long. So I'm like, man, I'm going to go enjoy myself. We don't need yeah. details, but is the one this weekend on? Uh, or did that fall through? It should be. It should, should be. be. Should no, be. No, it, it's on. It's on. Oh, there we it's go. On. Let's go. <laughs> um, are we taking off? We going to Bali, Costa Rica, South Fellas trip? Super Bowl. Saying? Super oh, Bowl in Vegas. Super Bowl. Yeah. I'll be happy. Going back to Vegas? Yeah. Uh, all right, let's Full do week. it. Full oh. week. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, Full week. If we yeah. got to, yeah. I mean, we Super got Bowl to. Week. Okay. Do you know, are you going to Super Bowl week? Yeah. Okay. I'll go Super Bowl. We'll see you out there then. Oh. Yeah. That was the First time we had you on our show. Yeah. The Super Bowl yeah. first time. last year. Yeah. Arizona. Yeah. It's going to be a little different in Vegas this year. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Be. Arizona, it seemed like everything was like spread out. Yeah. In a way. Uh, yeah. It was, it was different than most Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. Rather than having everything in one area. It was like certain areas you got to go this way. You got to mm -hmm. go this area to do uh, this and that. So. And I don't we see how to do it. Vegas, I, I feel like Vegas, everything is going to be It's just on the streets there. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. And Sean's not going to be keeping you guys out of the casinos that time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have to hope that new contract doesn't hit by then. You don't want to be spending well, all no, of no, it. No, 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 no. It does. No. Anything else we got? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide 
that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I think I, we covered everything. Yeah, right? I guess. How would you? We'll wrap it up with this. With the obligatory, like, how would you grade your season since it's now officially over? As a team, which is me individually, like, I'd say uh, both. Yeah, both. As a team, uh, I'll say it's been some ups and downs. Um, I think obviously, obviously the result wasn't what we wanted it to be, but um, as a team, I could say we've made some turnarounds. Obviously, from the first couple of games this year, obviously it wasn't uh, acceptable. Then we changed it around, uh, got that winning streak going on. Um, I think we battled a lot of adversity and we handled it well but um i think that next step for us is to finish games and to mm-hmm. um understand that games we're supposed to win we know okay we got to close these out so um i think that next step is just to finding keys to win games but also reach to that next step which is playoffs and even more mm-hmm. and for me um like i like i told y'all earlier i think it was you know up and down year for me um i had some ups i had some downs but for me, next year is to stay the course and stay consistent and just keep on staying elite. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, and I think a huge thing there is staying elite because you are elite, Pat, and yep. that's very, very clear. Um, and everyone should be shooting for where you're at of like you're one of the top two at your position mm-hmm. in the entire league, and you still think that you had like an up and down year. It's yeah. pretty damn good. That is pretty. <laughs> it's damn just, good. It's just me, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, my standard and stuff. So I'm always be my hardest critic. Yeah, uh, that's just me. So, what what's pops like to you? Is he even harder? Yeah, about the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, yeah. Pat, it has been awesome having you on our show throughout the season. We thank you so much. We'll catch up in the off season. Oh yeah, definitely. As well, man. it has been awesome to have you on. Get away, enjoy yourself, and uh, maybe there's a contract in the future soon. But uh, we we'll love see. having you on. Love the insight. It has been an absolute blast. Yeah, man, thank you, appreciate Pat. y'all. Um, I enjoy my time throughout the season, just having sit down and conversate. Uh, not even just about football, just different things. I think it was a great, uh, great deal throughout the season. I definitely enjoyed it. Well, since I you liked it so much, that. tomorrow you're back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be pretty busy. But, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. Pat, it has been awesome. Thank you so much, and we'll have you on anytime you want to be on. Yep. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, all man. We'll be we'll be back tomorrow, 11 a.m. Country
I'll take you back.